This is Localization Today, a podcast from Multilingual Media, covering the most relevant daily news in the language industry. Welcome everyone once again at our booth here at Lock World 50. My name is Eddie Arrieta with Multilingual Magazine, and I am today joined by Martina Pacula. I'm saying it correctly. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today. You had an amazing presentation called Championing Cross-Partner Collaboration, Co-Opetition for the Greater Good. I found it amazing because we've been having several conversations with other companies that came to the event about cooperation, about collaboration. So I want to take a second to read a little bit of the description and then give you some time to, to tell us a little bit more about what you are talking about in your talk and you know the feels that you're getting. But it, it's that companies commonly use a multi-vendor strategy to address their localization agenda. Typically, each vendor focuses solely on assigned projects, having little to no interaction with their competitive counterparts, which exacerbates the industry's most notorious challenges. Repetitive rework, inefficiencies, and a lack of cohesion. I thought that is right on the money. So once again, Martina, welcome uh, to our booth here on Multilingual uh, Magazine. And uh, I want to hear you now. Perfect. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. And yes, indeed, we are super excited to present uh, today on this uh, kind of a collaborative um, competition, as we call it. The competition, I think, uh, concept is fairly new, but I think uh, gains a lot of uh, traction recently because, of course, the, the buyers also want to see more interaction with the vendors, also cross-collaboration to really bring this competitive edge and more innovation. So yeah, we are uh, trying to share a little bit more details on that, how we act, how that competition um, kind of was born really, right? And share some successes, some challenges, but also, you know, give a little bit pointers of for the people that are skeptical about that model, right? It, it's not that easy as it may sound from the, our presentation, but I feel like uh, it's nice to take it into account if you are managing several vendors. And, 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 and thank you, because I think the, at the core, there is an element of efficiency but, but there is also an element of humanity, just humanity as a whole. So how do you think the, this concept of competition is, is going to, on the one hand, evolve within these and other industries, but also what impact is it going to have on those that are actually adopted? Right. I think that you correctly pointed out that the human aspect here is very important. And I collaborate a lot, obviously, with my counterparts and the other vendors. But yes, we do share the common trust, right? We have like a common ground established and we, we work very well together. And of course, our personalities and the way how we approach things play the significant role in, in, in that model. So that's that's definitely a key part of the success. Uh, that's one. I also think that for the future, as we are going more into the AI and everything is so automated, so um, uh, really technology driven, uh, I think there is still a space for that um, human relationships. And I think the soft skills, so like the human interaction will be very important really to bring up the best out of AI. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I think I think when you're mentioning the human, I can't stop thinking about all the dramas that exist around human interactions, right? And outside of the romanticism, right, of co-opetition, because it's very romantic to say, oh, let's work together and let's make an effort. What what would you say are, are you know, these, these top challenges that, that really help teams come together for the greater good? What, what are the challenges uh, out there? And, and then, of course, we'll talk a little bit more about how this is, this is really going to impact the future and, and what you see is in there. But, yeah. Yeah, certainly. I think what actually helped us, helped us to come together were exactly the, the challenges that we had uh, in the production workflows or, you know, some kind of processes that we felt we could improve. And once we started to kind of exchange more the information that was shareable and non-sensitive, we found that actually we have very similar maybe issues, right? And uh, we found in that our power because, we, you know, when you start to talk to your buyer, as three vendors, right, combined, then it means that really that's something that we have to change, right? Or we have to improve or we have to work and at least try to, you know, just um, take a different approach. So I think, you know, actually the challenge itself maybe was kind of a catalyst of all that. <laughs> do, you, do you think, and, and in, in my mind, this is one of those competitive advantages that teams can have? Right. If, if if done properly, if included the element of competition, do you think is though thinking of the future? Do you think this is inevitable? M meaning, there will come a time where we will all have to co collaborate and 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 change the way in which we look at competitions. Or, or do you do you think that there will always be companies that do not want to do it, and those will not have a competitive advantage? Right, so that's a, that's a good question. Uh, it's hard to say. I think it, it all depends as well on the, well, it all depends a lot on the buyer side, how they want to uh, design their vendor uh, relationships, right? Uh, not everybody is ready really to embark on this journey, right? Because actually you have to be very uh, fair. You have to be really uh, open to share the information equally. So it, it it really requires some kind of discipline as well to build a trust with each of the vendors in order that they come together, right? And, you know, that um, competitiveness will still stay. One of the advantages here as well, I see, is that uh, because we know so much about each other, we have like uh, benchmarking as well, exercises very frequently done. So we know where we stand. So basically, we always are on our toes, like we cannot rest on our laurels, right? So we always push for more. So that's, I think, very beneficial for the buyer because we are always at our best. We always want to try to, you know, bring the innovations and so on. So, yeah, that's from my end. And, and, and thank you so much for sharing that. Now, um, I want to get a little bit uh, into uh, y your house. So Lionbridge, uh, what, what you do at Lionbridge and how this concept of competition is being implemented within your team, because then I'll assume that it is a perfect world of collaboration. So could you tell us more about, about your role at Lionbridge uh, and what you do and how this is implemented there? Sure, sure. I'm the uh, global program director. I'm overseeing the production workflows, the operations, so or the operation side of things. But yes, indeed, the, the situation is not only not always that rosy picture, right? And, you know, that whole initiative, right, the competition itself, like, definitely raised a lot of eyes in the in the past right because it's like very unique unconventional model 
Uh, but I think we see the benefits of that right now quite much. And then also from the leadership point of view, it helps me also to introduce certain changes or push for more innovation or more solutions. For my teams, that model helped kind of to get involved a little bit more like in the process itself, but also feel that engagement with here, of course, with, with Dell. And I feel like they are not anymore like just the order takers, but they try to be like an extension of Dell, right? They really try to, you know, be more engaged and bring more benefits, I think. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here. Just, 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 I just want to say that and, and for sharing your insight. It's an amazing event. This is the second day you've been around, you've walked around. What are, what are your main uh, takeaways and, and what do you want those that are going to be attending your presentation to, to come out uh, uh, with from it? I think, uh, well, there is a lot of uh, being said about AI. <laughs> That's uh, not, a, not a surprise. Uh, uh, so I think maybe the, um, uh, the presentation that we will be actually holding is a little bit different. It's not about AI. It's about really human aspect uh, and something that can help, right, later shape your own uh, vendor strategy, right? So that's that's what I think it's interesting. But yeah, definitely the AI theme is pr- uh, predominant. <laughs> so yeah, and Gen, gen AI. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone, thank you so much for joining us once again with Multilingual Magazine. My name is Eddie Arrieta here at Logworld 50. And thank you, Martina Pakula from Lionbridge for joining us today. We hope to have you again in the future. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Localization Today. To subscribe to Multilingual Magazine, go to multilingual.com slash subscribe.